This is the Made It in Music Podcast, show 121. Welcome to the podcast, where we bring you tools and resources to help you go full time in music and to stay in. The music business is a roller coaster ride, changing faster than any of us can pay attention to. We all need a competitive edge to stay ahead and to stay successful. What's working, what isn't, and what's coming? That's exactly what this show is all about. Back again with Full Circle Music, the Made It in Music podcast. Hi, this is Seth Mosley, host of the Made It in Music podcast. Today, we've got one of my favorite episodes that we've had yet, and it is hosted by Full Circle Music's very own Grammy-winning music producer, X O'Connor. And he sits down with Tommy... Hustrum, aka Tommy Iceland. Now, what I love about Tommy Iceland is that he is put his money where his mouth is, and he knows he has had a calling in life to make it in the music business. He's a worship leader, he's a songwriter. And so this December, in fact, I believe December 28th, he is going to be a US resident. He's moving his family here from across the ocean to follow this calling, to follow this dream of pursuing music. So we're going to get into that a little bit in the interview. So in the United States, it's very common to find people to co-write and produce songs with. Where Tommy hails from, things are a little bit different. Co-writing in especially the Christian music market is a bit unheard of at this moment in Sweden. So the Christian music market itself in Sweden is not nearly as big as it is here in America. Tommy hopes to begin to change that and to bring co-writing and more songs into the market in Sweden as a leader in that space. Tommy has produced and written songs here in America for artists such as We Are Messengers, Chris Tomlin, Jesus Culture, and his own record, which will be coming out early 2019. So look out for that. Hard work pays off, folks. It took Tommy 15 years to reach this level of success today. So Tommy is here to share with you his incredible story about how he made it in music, and he's here to help you do the same. I'm X O'Connor, and you're watching the Made It in Music podcast. I'm sitting here today with Tommy Showstrom, a fantastic songwriter signed to our publishing company. How are you doing today, Tommy? That's right. I'm um, good. Thank you. Yeah. Enjoying your trip here. You're in from uh, Sweden, right? Yeah, that's right. Been here two weeks now. Two weeks. On your way home? Yeah, I'll leave today. Miss my family yeah. so much. But yeah, I've had a great time here. So how's, how's your trip been? What have you been doing? Just riding uh, a lot. Just hanging out with a bunch of people. Uh, yeah, got a, uh, a lot of people that, that's become good friends here now. Yeah. So, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Awesome. Well, glad you've had a great trip. Yeah. You ready to dive into some some of the depths sure. of the podcast? Shoot away. All right. Well, can we start with what was the moment you made your first dollar in music? Oh man, that's it's not too long ago. <laughs> um, it's probably a couple of years ago when uh, uh, I was part of uh, like the Swedish Pentecostal movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, decided to do an album with a bunch of new like Swedish Swedish songs because yeah. uh, the tradition in like the Swedish churches have been they've sung a lot of old songs like for a long time so we we need to get more songs in swedish so they decided to do an album in swedish so okay. uh, i just uh was invited to a writing camp they had and uh got a couple of songs on that album and made me a couple of hundred maybe two <laughs> three hundred dollars so 
Very cool. Yeah. And it's just grown from there? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's uh, it's starting. I mean, it's a slow process yeah. to get into it. But uh, yeah. So what was the moment then that enabled you to kind of go full-time into music? That's a good question. I I, I worked as an audio uh, audio. I worked in audio production for yeah, like yeah. eight years. Uh, like on the recording side or like live side? No, the recording side. I did okay. a lot of like uh, voiceover recordings and mm-hmm. audio to sound, uh, sound design and, and music for like TV ads and radio and like uh, corporate videos and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, I decided to quit my job there uh, okay. back in 2015, I think, or 2014. So that's when I uh, decided to start my own business instead. So I did kind of what I've been doing before that, but I wanted to start my own business just to make sure I had the, uh, you know, the time mm-hmm. or like, uh, you know, being able to decide what I do with my time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So I did some of the, the uh, art production stuff on the side and just started writing more and started coming over here uh, to the States to write for people over here as well. And then somewhere along there, you met Seth. Yeah, that's right. So how did, how did that kind of come about? Yeah, I mean it's a it's a long story, but uh, our church we, we released a, a project in Eng- English, mm-hmm. and uh, somehow it got in the hands of a couple of people over here in the states. So uh, you know we just started coming over here, had a bunch of meetings with people, and you know just started to get to know people. And uh, you know one relationship led to another, and then uh, I just I had this conversation with uh, Chad Segura at mm-hmm. Centricity. Uh, and he said that well, uh, he knew a guy who who uh, who once in a while, you know, uh, goes to Sweden because he's married to a Swedish girl, and they uh, they're supposed to go this summer. You should definitely catch up with him and see if you could write or something, something like yeah. that. So uh, he connected us, and I, yeah, went to see him, and we wrote for a day. Just a great time hanging with him, yeah. and then uh, I came back. So that was that was the summer one and a half year uh, years ago, mm-hmm. and then I went back to Nashville like that fall. Yeah. And we met again and wrote for uh, for a day, me and him and Riley Friesen, who's yeah. also here with Full Circle. And uh, then they came back to Sweden, Seth and Salih and the, uh, their daughter to Sweden. They went to Stockholm and, you know, up north and then decided to come down to Gothenburg where we live mm-hmm. and visit me and my family. So we hung out there for a couple of days and it just, it just hit it off really yeah. well. Sometime just right after that, like he just reached out to me and saw, thought, you know, asked if I wanted to partner up or do some things together. Dude, so, that's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, so literally you weren't lying. It's very fresh. Past couple of years, yeah. you made your first dollars in music. Mm-hmm. You've come into the thing full time. Yeah. And now here you are making constant <clears throat> trips over to the States. So as you've, as you've kind of grown as a writer, mm-hmm. um, what have you kind of done to like, do you do anything to help support writers around you? Cause I know from talking with Seth and Salih, mm. um, especially in the Christian music world mm. in Sweden, it's a much smaller yeah. group of people. Is there like something that you guys do together to kind of empower each other and champion each other a little bit? Yeah. Well, we try to do that. And and that's really something that's on my heart mm-hmm. uh, because there's, it's not really community of like songwriting yeah. in Sweden, like in the Christian world, it definitely is in, in the pop world, but we need that. I want to. I want to help bring like what Nashville has, like in a smaller scale. But I want to bring that to Sweden as well, uh, because the co-writing thing is not really big over there. I've been trying to to lead that in in my church, like you know, do what I what I can to help other writers to to develop and uh, you know 
just for them to to write with someone else and not yeah. just sit on their own and you know do half finished songs all the time because that's a struggle like it's yeah. so easy to just like come up with a bunch of ideas and never finish them but yeah it's always good to get in a room with someone else and you get their perspective on things and uh yeah so uh i do that that as much as i can just uh meet with people people in my church especially yeah and uh in my town like where i live just not that like not that like you're like really trying to write a hit every time it's just like doing it for for the sake of you know developing yeah. others and and yourself you know well they say it's like a muscle like yeah. if you don't if you don't develop it and use it you know it can atrophy so and all that so, so there's got to be a lot to just yeah. writing and writing and writing so true i mean just being consistent in what you do that's yeah. the the whole thing like if i don't write for a month or like a couple of weeks it's so so much harder to to get into that yeah. writing again you know uh, yeah yeah Man, that's awesome. Well, we're glad that, you know, you're reaching people over there and, mm. and pushing. Co-writing is such a powerful part of music making in the United States. Like, mm. and we, at Full Circle especially, we're just so team-based that, you know, Seth and I co-produce everything together. You know, he mm. co-writes all the time. There's just something to be said for mm. having people around, just another set of ears or another yeah. mind to bounce ideas off of. It's, yeah. it's such a useful tool, especially in a creative field where, mm. you know, everything kind of, in, everyone kind of interprets things differently. Yeah. It's great. And so, and you gotta, you gotta try it out. Like, uh, you, you're probably gonna write with a bunch of people that you don't really connect with, yeah. but somewhere along the line, you're gonna find someone that you really, really click with. So me and my friend Lucas, he's the main drummer in our church. Uh, he's like, we we really hit off as like when it comes to produce, production and stuff yeah. like that. So um, we try to do as much as we can together. And he brings in a perspective that I like, I don't have at all. So, so uh, I mean, you just got to start where you are and, and uh, try to find someone that, that helps you or like that. That's strong where you're. Push, yeah. That yeah. pushes you in like in a direction that just going to develop you as a writer that's awesome that's yeah. huge mm. it's yeah and it's great to be able to embrace that and, and move forward with it mm. it's awesome well let's jump into what we like to call the full circle five mm-hmm. which is five quick questions for you just to sure you know just kind of see you know dig into your personality a little bit so mm-hmm. first question is is there a book or a record that you frequently recommend to people oh man that's a good question <laughs> i'm not i'm not a frequent reader mm-hmm. really um I want to be like so since Christmas I've I've actually I, I think I read two books and that's huge for me. Yeah. One book that I'm reading right now and I definitely recommend it. It's the Amanda Ferguson from Hillsong. Okay. Songs of Heaven. I think it's called Songs of Heaven. Uh, she's from Hillsong in Sydney. Mm-hmm. She wrote this book about songwriting and it's it's uh it's really about writing music for the the church. So it's it's really good and uh you know, since I'm a part of Hillsong, like, you know, that's a, you know, the, the writers in Hillsong and all that, are, you know, have been like huge inspiration to me, like for, yeah, for so many years. So, uh, yeah, that's a really good book that I definitely recommend to someone who's, who wants to write music for their church. Yeah. What about record? Do you have a record, a favorite record right now that you would highly recommend people listening to? Well, I'm, I'm really you know, listening a lot to Corey, uh, Corey Asprey's mm-hmm. latest album. Uh, and I love it because it's just feels like he's just so raw and authentic and honest. And yeah. uh, I love that stuff, uh, that kind of stuff. We can just hear people's heart yeah. behind the songs and uh, to get to know their story. And yeah. you, you hear that like through the, through the, through the songs as well. 
Yeah, you get to experience it. Yeah. So yeah, that's a that's an album that I'm really digging at this time. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So a big thing we talk about at Full Circle a lot is learning by either mistakes or mentorship. And mm-hmm. we talk a lot about mentorship. So mistakes is one we've been trying to focus on a little bit because is if you have a failure, it's only successful for you if you learn something from that failure. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. So do you have a favorite failure, like a failure or something that happened to you where it was bad, but what you got out of it changed you and pushed you forwards positively? Oh, man, that's such a good question. Uh, well, I don't know. When I quit my job mm-hmm. uh, as being a full-time you know, uh, audio producer, I think that transition, I wanted to do that trans- transition like for three years or mm-hmm. so. When I finally did it, I could probably have done it like, you know, smoother, yeah. like in a better way. I try to be like as honest as possible I could, but, you know, why I wanted to start my own business and, yeah. and you know, focus on music because that's what, like, really where my heart was. Yeah. So I wanted to do this audio production thing on the side just for, you know, for that to allow me to do music. And I could probably have done that transition smoother, definitely. But I learned from that mistake and it really got me to a point where I was able to do it. I mean, it was a huge risk. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's a big leap out onto the water, you know? Yeah, for sure. For a couple of years. Like, yeah. So if I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have seen God's hand on it. And, and yeah. you know, I wouldn't have gotten to this point where I'm at right now if I didn't take that leap of faith. But I've, yeah, as I said, I could probably have done that transition smoother. Mm-hmm. Just being more protecting relationships better. Yeah. I think that's that's something that I've really learned on the way. And it's it's basically the whole thing. Like if you if you uh, if you want to make it in music, like, I mean, it it all starts with the relationships. Yeah, it doesn't start with the song. It starts yeah. with the relationships. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, and then the songs will come. A long way, yeah. For sure. That's great, man. Yeah. So before you dove completely in full-time, before mm. you made that that step in, before you took that leap of faith, what was the number one thing that was holding you back from doing it? Might have been fear. I think probably a fear of what other might think about it, you know? Yep. And I mean, like my situation doing this, trying to proceed, uh, uh, like, trying to like accomplish a career or whatever you want to call it yeah. in music especially christian music in sweden it's it's pretty hard because there's no it's not a big community uh you know in the christian world with songwriters and producers uh those who are really talented they like some of them make it in pop music but mm-hmm. so i felt like what i was doing was pretty new like we didn't have any i didn't have any example to to look at and follow I think fear was kind of holding me back a bit uh, in the beginning. Uh, I always knew what God wanted me to do. I knew that I want this was this, this was was on my heart, and this was what God wanted me wanted me to uh, to go for. Like yeah, yeah, one day, I know God's timing is all, always the best. And I, you know, I kind of want to quit my job like for for probably three or four years before I actually did it. I'm glad I didn't do it any sooner because I felt like the time when I did it was was the right time to do yeah. it. Uh, but then actually just going for it. And when I felt like I was just opening doors over here in the States, mm-hmm. I went with it, even though like even, I mean, I mean, I didn't make any money at that time, you know, yeah. and, you know, being a man, you know, supposed to provide for your family, you know, yeah. and all that puts a lot of pressure on you. Oh, absolutely. But uh, I have the best wife in the world. She's been so supportive and we we, we do this together and we feel like this is the, the direction that God is calling us to. So. You know, yeah. 
So I guess like fear was holding me back a bit in the beginning, but then I just felt like not too long ago that I, okay, I'm going to give it my all. Yeah. Uh, just want to make sure that I do it the right way and always making sure that uh, I build relationships first and uh, making sure as well, like, that I'm rooted, like yep. I'm, I'm planted in a church and I'm, you know, planted somewhere mm-hmm. that I don't just go run off. Yeah, and, you've got a home and, base. Yeah, it's so important. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So let's fast forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. What's something that you're working on right now that you have, that's got you extremely excited? Written a bunch of stuff yeah. these two weeks when I've been here. And uh, yeah, you know, just pitching songs uh, all over the place right now. So I'm, I'm super, uh, super excited about that. Got some some songs coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Looks like it. So uh, I'm very excited about that. I'm not sure if I can like say what exactly is coming out, but I'm excited about that. And uh, looking forward to the next trip here to Nashville again. And I'll bring the family next time. Well, we're excited to meet the family. I've never met your family. Yeah. So, okay. Final question of the Full Circle Five. Mm-hmm. So let's say that you had to start completely over. Your business just disappeared one day, but you still have all of the knowledge that you've gained through your course in music. But you had to start completely over. Is there anything you would do differently? Or what would you do? Would you even do the same thing? That's such a good question. I I, I don't think I would have done a lot of things differently, actually. Because it basically started with me just being, you know, planted in a church, doing mm-hmm doing what I could to help, you know, bless that church, uh, to use my gifts in that church. And that, that was the the sole purpose, like why I even started writing songs. I went like in, but before I be, was a part of Hillsong, I was, a, you know, I grew up in, on a small island you know, mm-hmm. on the Swedish West Coast. And I like, that's, that was a small, tiny Pentecostal church. No, uh, well, that's a funny story in itself. I thought it was a <laughs> Pentecostal church up till I was like 17. Turned out it was a Baptist church. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Like, I'm, I don't care so much about the labels yeah. as long as we believe in the same things. Absolutely. You know? So uh, I was a part of that church. And well, I didn't have any friends in church, really, when I was growing up because I, there were no people in my age. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my sisters basically dragged me to church to start playing drums in their the youth choir. Okay. So, yeah, I ended up doing that and, you know one thing led to another. Suddenly I was playing the acoustic guitar and then I was singing and suddenly I was leading worship with my sisters. And uh, I just felt the need for songs, like for, for my church. And that was a church for, um, we probably had like 30 people on a Sunday or 50 or something like that. It was a good Sunday. I just started writing songs for that because our church needed it. So like if I'm, I was putting together a set list for that Sunday, I just felt like, okay, we need a song like this. And I would just go on and write it and then introduce it that Sunday. So that was the whole purpose for me, starting writing songs. And I think that's, well, my heart is really in worship, worship music. So, uh, yeah, if if you're like, if that's what you're going after, you know, a career as a songwriter, writing for the church, well, you, that's what you got to do. You got you to gotta make sure you're planted in the church and write for that church because mm-hmm. that's where, where it starts. And um I did that, you know, made, made sure I stayed planted. I just focused on that for like, I don't know, 15 years before yeah. anything started happen, happening. So, uh, so you had a nice foundation. Yeah. Of course, you wish like the, the journey would have been quicker or like uh, that would be a shorter journey yeah. sometimes. But 
I don't regret anything. Like I've, I've loved the whole journey. I love being a part of the worship team. Like for, I've been leading worship for like 15 years now, for 14 years or something like that. And uh, I love that. I love the church. And uh, yeah. Right. So I don't think I would do would have done. Really. <laughs> You're pretty happy with how things have come together. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Well, as soon as you realize that everything starts with a relationship, yeah, that, you know, the better it is. You know, yeah, uh, it's an eye opener. Don't try to kick and kick doors in. You know, yeah. just make sure you get to know people first, and uh, they will have a chance to get to know you and your heart. And uh, yeah, and uh, I'm sure God will just bless that yeah. into but- whatever He has planned for you. I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. So you kind of touched on it for a second, but is there anything you're currently working on that you want to talk about and can talk about? Anything you want to uh, push the uh, push our viewers and listeners towards? Well, yeah. Uh, I have a song with uh, We Are Messengers, actually, that I wrote with Seth. Oh, awesome. And Darren Mulligan from Very cool. We Are Messengers. So that was my, that was actually my first real, you know, big cut Awesome. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. Name of the song? The song is called Simple. Awesome. Very cool. It was called Simple. I think it, I think that's what the title is <laughs> now. I don't know. I like the name, so yeah. come on. It's Simple. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm really stoked about that. About that. And um, and then this song uh, I wrote with Mia Fields and Andrew mm-hmm. Holt for Jesus Culture. Yeah. Chris Kalala is part of that as well. And uh they recorded it last weekend. I was going to say, you you said you were watching a broadcast and you saw it that, that thing being performed. So yeah. I knew Chris uh, Kilala was really digging the song. Yeah. You know? But I wasn't sure like if they loved it that much and if they wanted to record it. But I was just watching like Insta Stories live and uh, I knew Jesus Culture had their encounter conference. And yeah. Just watching the, the service uh, they had, like the worship uh, event and... Uh, Suddenly, I recognized the song. <laughs> oh man, that's a, that's a good song. I heard that before, and I, it took me a second to realize. No, wait, I was a part of writing that. So that was, that was so funny. I didn't know they were they were, they were doing it, but uh, that's awesome. Yeah, so they did it a couple of times during that conference. That conference, so that was awesome. That's huge for me. Like I, I oh, that, yeah, it's huge. Period. Congrats, I, I listen, man. I used to listen so much to Jesus Culture. I, I still do, but. I remember their album, Common Way. Yeah. We had that live DVD. We pretty much played it every day at home. That's yeah. amazing. Um, I'm grateful like for the privilege just to do to do this and just to hear a church, you know, yeah. sing your songs. That's amazing. I'm like, yeah. I'm so humbled. It's it's amazing. Like God chose to use me for that. Like that's awesome, yeah. man. That's yeah, it's it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. So as we're wrapping up. How can people interact with you? Social media, all that stuff. Where, where's the best place to find Tommy um, Showstrom? Yeah, it's probably on Instagram. It's, that's where I'm at. I, I don't do a bunch of other platforms. Like, all right. What's, but, your, uh, uh, what's your handle? So it's Tommy Showstrom. I probably have to spell that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tommy is just T-O-M-M-Y. Showstrom is S-J-O-S-T-R-O-M. Also Tommy Showstrom. Tommy. Yeah. Man, thank you so much for joining us thank you on so this episode of the Made It in Music podcast. Yeah, it's we're a great ex- honor. Dude, well, thank you. We're, we're, we're excited to have you and excited to get more tunes from you. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you next week. Hi, this is Seth Mosley. Thank you for listening to the Made It in Music podcast. The Made It in Music podcast is produced by the Full Circle Music Company right here in Franklin, Tennessee, with editing help from Jordan Salamone. If you haven't already done so, 
head over to iTunes, leave us a rating and a review. Let us know what you actually think about the show. We're not just asking for five-star reviews. If you think it's there's something we could do better, let us know that. Leave us an honest review there on iTunes, and that really helps get the word out about the podcast. And of course, if you love it, then share it with a friend. Head over to the show notes page. Those are all at madeitinmusic.com. And this one in particular is madeitinmusic.com slash 121, 121. So you can find links and resources and quotable moments from this episode. So stick around. The best is yet to come on the Made It In Music podcast. Music.